Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Men and Women Talk the Mars Venus Show. This is a special episode. We are here on a Thursday night. This is episode actually 161. And I am so happy to be here with you fine people. I am joined by my wonderful, beautiful, talented co-host, the one and only Shannon. How are you doing, Shannon? I'm good. All the way from Key West. How are you? I'm great. Uh, how, you know, I know it's only been two days since we've talked. I know, for real. Uh, but uh, how have you, how, how's everything? Um, it's going. I'm trying to make it. Um, I'm counting down. I think I'm at six more days. I am so happy to be here with you. Oh, fine. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right. Sorry about that. All right. So um, tonight I wanted to do something really different than what we normally do. Normally we meet on Mondays and we talk about relationships. We talk about, uh, you know, th different things that have to do with men and women's relationships. Uh, mostly from a romantic standpoint, but then we also talk about it from uh, platonic as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Tonight, I felt like it would be cool, and I've been wanting to do this for a while, so Shannon definitely knows this, to have a poetry night. And I know so many talented poets who, uh, you know, of course, Shannon is a wonderful poet. Hopefully, she'll share some of her stuff with us today. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, my great friend Imani is a wonderful poet. You know, Yolanda, uh, we've actually done a poetry uh, thing before online. It was something that Yolanda um, started. And we, we, we had talked about doing it more. And it's just one of those yes. things that just didn't happen. But you know what? There's no reason for it not to happen. And tonight it's going to happen. So I'm so happy. But um, I want to start off. Uh, Imani. Now, um, uh, it's been a while since you've been on, Imani. I've talked about you a lot. So, listeners have heard your name. Uh, we gave you a shout out too for your birthday uh, as well. Uh, I talk about you all the time. You know, you're very near and dear to my heart and as well as Shannon. I'm going to speak for Shannon. But uh, for those who. <laughs> for those who don't know about you, just kind of give us a little back, a uh, little insight into your background, who you are. Um, I am a writer, a community activist, human social justice activist. I use writing and um, creative really design as part of my program that I um, offer to those who are looking to heal and looking to move forward from trauma. All right. And uh, some may know her from the uh, Black Artists Connected Writers Group. She is the lead admin and she does a brilliant job with that as well. And uh, I, you know, once again, thank you for that. And um, and thank you for being here tonight. All right. So, Yolanda, let's talk about you. Uh, give us a little insight into your background. Well, I've been writing since 13 and it was something that started off as rap <laughs> and it just turned into something different. And I've been writing um, about all different facets of life and love and relationships and political pieces, all kind of things ever since then. Um, I published my first book in 2008 
and began to just delve into a whole bunch of different avenues as far as spoken word is concerned, from coaching, slamming, uh, to doing workshops and finding new ways to bring the arts to different people. So I'm enjoying it. I, I really have enjoyed it and I just have fun when I'm on stage. Well, I am so glad that you're here and I'm looking forward to what you're going to share with us tonight. So, um, and let me do this at the link in the chat for those joining us. I should have done that already. Um, so what we're going to do is, uh, this is an open mic as well, but we also have people that are, that are coming on to share their poetry. And uh, I feel like it's, uh, let's start off with uh, different. So um, Yolanda, do you want to, um, do you want to um, uh, introduce? I sure do. I want to bring to the virtual stage different. She is powerhouse. She is voice of reason. She is mother, sister, and so much more. Y'all put y'all virtual hands together for different. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. And it is truly a pleasure to grace the virtual stage um it this this pandemic has just made me realize how much i've missed people miss hugging people miss just the social the the physical interaction being at the open mic um you know just all the people milling around and everything so um i appreciate this so much um the first piece i'm gonna do is called pick with the black fist and I was struck by the dual meaning of the phrase. So, pick with the black fist. Pick with the black fist. Who trying to pick with the black fist? Upraised and in your face, so you can't miss. When we appraise, you start to diss. Our loud, proud ghetto displays get you all pissed but they warm my heart like long lost African days. You appropriate the culture, but the people you resist. Pick with the black fist, pick with the black fist. With my hard earned dollars, I purchased it. Blow out Afro tight, so in the back it'll stick. Highest point of my body, so I can be down even when I sit. My eyes are right here, sir. I see you staring and glaring at this threat of mass destruction. I'm just a fuse waiting to get lit. You look confused. Like when I at work decline to wear it straight and opt for two strand or bantu twist. Pick with the black fist. Pick with the black fist. A forewarning to let you know if and when you take a notion to step up with the limp, you will be dismissed. You might call me nigga once, but the second time it'll be through a fat lip. But shoot, you'll probably like that since you are already steady botoxing it. They're trying to hold us down for centuries, but Missy, please, not even death to keep us from it. Still holding my head high. No blink, no flint. You know what time it is. This pick with the black fist is the pick I rocked with. The pick I rolled, stretched out kinky afros with. This pick with the black fist reminds me of brown outstretched fist at 1968 Games Olympics. Reminds me of Angela, 
took the system to court, thought she was going to lose, but all she did was winning. Reminds me of freedom fighters, freedom riders. Not only black, there were also some whites in this, some of which lost their lives for this, or her loved ones tell them good riddance. See, it started with slave ships. Then pseudo freedom made us sharecroppers, but we all know we ain't have a sharing shit. Introduced us to Jim Crow, and we like, yo, whose man's is this? Whatever we got, we had to fight for it. Pick with the black fist. Pick with that black fist. Neatly tucked into the natural hair of this natural myth. A symbol of death defying death. We modern day legends and myths. Not superhero, super Negroes. Hard like Thor's hammer. You can't touch this. Burn us like crosses and we rise from black ashes. Like some kind of big black ass phoenix. You shoved us in, but now that we in, we in it to win it. So baby, keep on looking, keep gazing, keep seething, keep raging. You just gonna keep seeing me raging. Like my gravity defined cross, you'll never tame. At times you come close, but games of horseshoes is the only time close is relevant. I said games of horseshoes. And this hasn't all been a game, has it? If you think so, you're worse than a fascist and lower than a maggot. Silly rabbit, looks like you're at the bottom of your bag of tricks. Still stuck with us though, cause like skinny branches, <laughs> we sit. So please allow me to fast forward to the end of this. Unless Jesus does it, there will be no end to the black descendant, nor the black dissonant. Your insistence turned us into the resistance. Just like Arab Muslims donning bombs and becoming terrorists. Got America cut cut looking like some kind of dystopian biopic. So baby, settle down. Stop picking with the black fish. Cause like Wu Tang Clan, there's nothing to fuck with. Pick with the black fist. Pick with that black fist. If you quiet, you can just hear it. Saying I'm about to buck the system and look fly while I'm doing this. Pick with that black fist. Picking it stylish all while tearing up shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up, right. Great start. Yes. <laughs> Great start. Yes. 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 All right. So, uh, all right. The floor is yours once again. Appreciate it. Um, this is Ballot Cry. Um, I think I've only done this one other time, but since it's an election year, I thought it was appropriate. <laughs> good. Good morning to y'all. All babes and men under the sound of this here voice. Y'all, hear me when I tell you, you ain't got no choice but to make a choice. Raise up a horse. Lift up every voice and oh, but let it ring, let it ring out. Though your red American blood has been restricted through atrophy larynx, let your voice sing, let it sing out. For the silent voice of Dr. King, yell it, yell it clean loud. Who am I, you ask, to take a stand, to call you to task? I am Nigrescent Legacy, Octoroon Bastard Sister of Manifest Destiny. As this nation expounded westward, the path of the Pacific was made on top of me. Tracks toward the setting sun laid down all across of me. Bound and gagged, on my back, whipped and lashed, also burned like a cross, see? So with this here voice, 
that in my lifetime was cast down and laid to rest in plantation dirt, never snuffed out, only gestated in amniotic ether. Then rose up to the roof of my mouth, bucking, kicking, trying to get out till my teeth hurt. Get out, get out, cast your voice like a silken fishing line. Because, sons and daughters, it is not only yours, but also mine. It is every sentence, word, and letter I was denied. You are the ventriloquist, ordained soliloquist for all our denied diatribes. When a Negro speaks, he speaks of the rivers I was sold down. He speaks of bowed backs broken down now. He speaks, he shrieks of the sad realities that caused the football players to take a stand on one knee even now. Negro, you speaking for Fanny, for Rap Brown, for Nat and Henrietta Lacks too. Matter of fact, you taking up the slack for millions of sardine packed unnamed Africans. You are their dreams come true. From watery depths, blood-soaked earth, noose-adorned branches, infinite molecules coalesce into over 40 decades. All them voices scream through. Stars and stripes, that's our red blood on that flag splattered over top of the white. Son, they bled us bad. Those stars danced a hold down above our heads. But now, at long last, here you stand in our stead. So son, daughter, when you get the chance, let that ballot, don't leave that ballot dry. Your vote is a speaking out for us. That is our battle cry. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I want to, uh, wow, what a great way to get started. Yeah. That was awesome. And uh, yes, uh, and uh, they said, it, you guys, can you guys hear okay in the chat room? Uh, one person yeah, says they hear it. Oh, okay, all right, cool. So uh, thank you so much for, for sharing. Um, and before you know, uh, we say goodbye with you. Just uh, once again, tell us a little bit about yourself and where can we find your work. Okay, um, it's different. I'm sure you see it written up there. Um, if you're looking for me on Facebook, um, it's Janae McDonald, but it looks like Jeanette. Mm -hmm. um, and I am on writeoutloud.com. I have about 12 poems on there. I have a few videos and a feature up that I did, but I have been mostly doing the open mics. I have work coming out this year. Um, and I've just, I'm a mother of four, been writing since I could hold a pencil. Um, I have hundreds of poems that I'm sitting on. So I know things are coming along and I keep having the blessing of meeting other wonderful poets. So I'm in good company and I'm just thriving and enjoying where I am. All right, thank you so much. And oh, and you can find me on um, IG, Christ Groupie, all one word. All right, Christ Groupie. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, we got to have you back. I'm going to go out so I can come back in and watch everybody. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Deborah. All right. Thank y'all. Love y'all. Yes. Thank you, Mama. Yes, that was awesome. All right. Great, great way to start <laughs> off, man. Uh, definitely make sure you guys check her out. Uh, we got to definitely have her back on. Uh, our next poet, um, I know personally, he's a great person. He's a musician. He's a poet, an author. And uh, 
I want to welcome to the show Alvin Grimes. How you doing, sir? Not bad at all, Kente. Not so, bad at all. And now, thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate it. Now, I, I kind of gave you a little bit. Uh, I, I told the audience a little bit about you, but, you know, give us a little bit more of who you are. Uh, well, okay. Um, I've tried my hand at a few artistic expressions. I've been a hard rock bass player and vocalist. Uh, I've done poetry. I'm a published author. I tried my hand at acting. And now I'm a social studies teacher. I love it. <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, you can say how, how did I come to know you? Well, you came to know me because uh, Yvonne, who's my wife, was like a big sister to you. And we've known each other 19 years now because I married her and she hasn't quit me yet. So we're still together. Yeah. And, and you know, if I like somebody who married my big sis, he must be a good dude. So because, you know, I don't just be liking people like that. <laughs> so I appreciate you, Ken. Your yes. whole family, too. Love all of y'all. Yes. And, you know, we love you dearly. So um, so uh, what are you going to um, uh, read for us today? Well, um, you know, I'm getting older now, right? <laughs> and um, as a result of getting older and, you know, actually surviving the thing with my sanity intact, you know, you sit back and you begin to reflect upon what you've been through, what you've seen, what you've done. So, uh, I've, you know, you asked me to write a poem. I haven't written a poem maybe 10 years, right? And I sat down and started talking to God and like, give me something, you know. So... God answered the prayer, and um, I'm pretty happy. I have, like I said, I haven't written a piece of poetry in a while, but this sounds pretty good. It resonated with my soul anyway, and it's kind of about like getting old, you know, mm. what that means. Like we were talking about my daughter; she's turned 18. She's getting ready to go to college, and I'm I'm just trying to wrap my brain around that. My baby's getting ready to leave me, and I ain't too crazy about it. You know, if I could, I I really would go to school with her. At least for the first semester, just to make sure everybody understands. <laughs> I can't do that. So I just have to leave it in God's hands. But I'm really going to miss her. And I'm trying to, because she's my buddy, you know, she's my buddy. I have, I have other children. I have raised four sons, you know. And your relationship between your sons and your daughters as a man is, I guess, is different, just like it is with a mother and sons and daughters as well. You know, you teach your sons. You train your sons, you teach your sons. And I do the same with my daughter, but it's my daughter, you know? And you don't want her to get no scars on her knees. You don't want her to fall off the bike. You don't, you don't, you just don't, mm. <laughs> you know? Sons are expecting to come home with busted lips and black eyes. They're supposed to. <laughs> They're supposed to. And I know that sounds old fashioned and maybe toxic masculinity, but I don't care. Um, and your sons have come home with busted lips. Yeah, and, and, they, and they gave a few too. So that's right. how that's But my baby girl, you know, ooh, ooh. so you know, she's yeah, she's a sweet. Anyway, so getting older, you wake up, you turn over, all of a sudden you're hurting, you don't know why. You know, and I remember running into the literal brick wall, bouncing off, talking about, let's go. Now, no, <laughs> you know, you lay still too long. You just like all of a sudden you stiff. You know, it's just this ain't fun. Look, you can you can hurt yourself from a fart. 
Stuff started changing, right? And you know, uh, I think Al Pacino said it best in any given Sunday: "Time takes things away from you, mm. and you you have to watch these things go." Because you know, you just—I uh, had a guy tell me something one time I thought was really profound. He said, "Women lie to other people about their age; men lie to themselves." Okay, <laughs> okay. and uh, you know, I, I remember. A few years back, I took my son. He was 17 at the time. I took him in the backyard. And I said, okay, let's see what you got, man. Let's see what you got. So this is Alvin, right? You know Alvin. Yeah. So Alvin's throwing this jab, and he's stopping it, like, right at my nose. And it's coming so fast that as he's pulling it back, that's when I'm blocking. So, I mean, you know, it's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and he's, you know, And he's grinning at you. It's only your son can grin at you when he realizes, I got you, Dad. Right? <laughs> So I threw him down. I ran in, took him down, caught him in an arm bar, made him tap out, right? So I'm laying there. <laughs> he jumps up like a Super Bowl. That's great, Dad. Let's go again. I laid down in the ground. I said, look, man, no. We done. <laughs> it's over. We done. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So, you know, I'm glad to say, you know, the Lord's kept me here. I haven't died yet. Right. Amen. So uh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yeah, cool. That's kind of cool. I've been, you know, but it's kind of sad too because you start going to a lot of funerals too. Mm-hmm. You know, you start going to a lot of funerals. This COVID thing, a uh, couple buddies went. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in Detroit, it hit us pretty bad. And uh, one, you know, one really cool friend of mine, Spencer Kelly, God rest him, you know, he was like a, Spencer was a cool brother. He was like a neighborhood rogue, but you, you know, he was great, but you didn't want to see your girlfriend talking to him. You know, <laughs> he was like, hey, 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 hey. Because <laughs> you know, he was smooth, like, and, uh, you know, he went on home. And, uh, you know, you get older, you just start seeing, you can start going to more funerals. And that's kind of, you know, you end up seeing people that you haven't seen in a while, but it's a real sad time to get together. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, the poem is about getting older. All right. So, all right. Um, I call it Ode to the Gray Wolf. <laughs> like old friends, they come out to greet you, bearing tales of yesterday and the man you used to be. Each with a bag full of do you remembers. Each singing songs of laughter and tears. The sweet taste of your first love's kiss, the untapped energy surging through her quivering body, the smell of her perfume as it became one with the first spring showers, of demanding your elders refrain from calling you boy, trying to overlook that quiet still something telling you you're trying much too hard. Grabbing your dreams by the horns, Irregardless of the odds and obstacles, victory will be achieved because you will it to be so. Only to find that talent, love, courage, and sacrifice don't always mean that the good guy is going to win in the end. Sweet youth, oh, how you miss her. 
much like the first love of your life. How could you not misuse her? She seems so, so much like your personal piece of forever. Time and priorities create a new reality and you lock the dreamer away. Responsibility becomes your new master now. It's bittersweet lash, never missing a beat. Lovers turn into wives, children grow and come and go. Your suits somehow shrink while hanging in the closet and your breath picks up and leaves like it never did before. As you gaze at the individual grains of sand that pass through your very own personal hourglass, it becomes easy to question the meaning and purpose of it all. You weigh your deeds with the critical eye of wisdom and often find yourself wanting. At the barbershop, you hear an older brother say, it don't get hard no more, but it does get heavy. And you hope no one sees the antsy look on your face. Young girls grin and wink, but you know it's because they got bills to pay. <laughs> Reflexes get slower, and you lovingly tuck away that quick left jab. You cry more now than you ever did before, but in so many ways, you're so much more alive. If you're blessed to see the shadows get longer, thank God for the journey you've been on. But not many can look at themselves and see the king, the hero, the coward, and the clown. Praise God. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, I love you. it. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. Um, thank you so much for sharing that with us. And, that's my pleasure. and you wrote it uh recently, right? Uh didn't you say uh, about three hours ago? Oh wow. <laughs> wow. That's, that's the first thing I've written in 10 years. So. Wow, man. That's pretty cool. Um I, I have to uh share one thing. Uh, before before we say goodbye to you, um, so I, you know when I met Alvin, it was in Los Angeles. Eventually, he he stole my uh, big sis away to Detroit, and uh, so I visited him a couple of years ago. I visited them a couple of years ago in Detroit, and so he's showing me around the old neighborhood he grew up in and everything. And I swear, every street corner he had a story. Now, mind you, Alvin is like one of the toughest guys I've ever known. He's martial artist tough guy he's he's gonna be humble right but he shared with me uh every i fair it was like every street corner he had got jumped there like it was like, oh. <laughs> it was like he was like oh yeah right there three guys jumped me <laughs> i learned how to fight by getting my butt kicked by some real good fighters <laughs> okay. that's how that went i was like is there a street corner you didn't get beat up at <laughs> Oh man, that was so. And he, the funny thing is, that it, there weren't like sad memories. It was like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, those three guys. It's funny that you remember that. Okay, that's cool. I, I cannot forget. <laughs> you cannot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what side of uh, Detroit? I'm from northwest northwest side. Six Mile, Illinois. Oh, seven and Pinehurst. We hello, hello. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Puritan Linwood. Where'd you graduate high school? Mumford. Me too, 73. Hmm? I came out in 73. Mumford. Came out, I came out a little after you, 82. Okay, well, it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I came out in 73. Mumford High School. Yeah. <laughs> you from Seven
Yes. Hey, Thank you. Hey, y'all, Bobby and Mumford, Northwest Detroit Cougar for life. Okay. <laughs> All right. I went to Halley, then I went to Post, and then I went to Mumford. Okay. Yes. All right. Who there when Mr. Petros was there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Right. Right before he became oh. Mr. Petros. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, sister. All right. Good luck to you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, once again, thank you so much for uh, joining us. And, uh, you know, we're going to have you back on as well. Thank you. And, of course, hug my big sis for me and give her a big kiss for me. I'll do that, Kente. Tell mom I said hello, too, okay? I will definitely do that, sir. Peace. All right. All right, all right, all right. Y'all take care. Thank you. All right. So that was great. A great start. Uh, to it. And I just want to let people know, I put the link in the chat. Uh, I'll do it again. Uh, if anyone in the chat have something that they want to share with us, uh, I put the link in, just hit the link and it'll put you in and then we'll put you on the show. So I know that uh, RDC Art is trying to come in. He's having some issues with his connection. She. No. Oh, she. I'm sorry. Uh, Her I, name. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, so just when you you know, uh, give it another try and hopefully we can get you going. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to ask Yolanda. Are you are you ready to go, Yolanda? You wanna... I'm ready. All right. So uh, so uh, Yolanda, who I know in uh, from back in the, well, I, you know, we say the B word. We don't try to say the, we'll, we'll say blab days. Uh, <laughs> that's how me and Yolanda first got to know each other. Yolanda is, is, you know, once again, just one of the sweetest people, uh, talented poet. Uh, I remember very early on during COVID, uh, you were drawing with uh, your child and it was just so sweet. And I, I and I really appreciated that. Um, and, you know, so I try to catch you live every chance I get. Um, and, you know, like with a lot of things, you know, sometimes you lose touch with people, but but uh, I'm glad that tonight we can uh, connect in this way. So the floor is yours. And uh, what are you going to uh, read for us tonight? Well, I'm going to perform one of my signature pieces um, called Letter to the Abuse. All right. <clears throat> this is a letter to the abuse. Those battered youth and bruised. Those told to be ashamed, told time and time again that hand to face and fist to throat are the only ways you'll ever get love. Can't help but look down while trying to get up. And while words went in one ear, they were slowly messing with your mind. You were foolishly thinking, he loves me. He loves me. He's just having a rough time. And in time, this letter will make sense to you. You were made to be his soft place, but you're not bold enough to be, too brittle to be, invincible. And with each blow, you know you have to go. And you too hurt to let anyone else know, but don't think they don't see those bruises. Suspect the abuses, as love has you hiding him. He's sprinkling in how nobody else will ever want you. And the once your shoulders, the friends have now turned cold. They remembered you when you used to be bold. You know, bold to take a stand, not take no crap from no man. Now you're just broken. And you don't hear anything past the general day-to-day -day conversations and they're tired of waiting for you to get from underneath his thumb now. He's so bold now. Everyone has watched him grab you up by your shoulders, get face to face with you, call you dumb, trick, pointing at the ground saying, sit, and you do. See, this letter is for you when you know who you are. 
Shades in the wintertime, MAC to cover scars and scars, how to handprints that have marked your seemingly delicate skin instead of is for you. And you believe that love is fist to face, is ill conceived. Please believe that there is someone out there who will love you, respect you. Now, I'm not saying it won't take time. I'm just saying before you free yourself, free your mind. And I know you're wondering how I can write you this letter line for line. Because, sweetie, I used to be you. I can sign this letter sincerely, formally abused. Wow. Deep. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Wow. Um, you know, just if you don't mind, um, um, that was very powerful. Um, uh, talk about, like, just the formation of that and, um, you know, what... You, you know, would you like to, uh, the message you want to get out with this piece? Because I think it's so powerful. Okay. So as a teenager, I had the one boyfriend. And I always tell young girls, you don't need that. You don't need a boyfriend. Because what I found is while I was developing and growing into who I was going to be, he was also shaping me. Mm. And treating me again in a way that I considered to be love because I wanted what everybody else had. And it was really abuse. And this poem came a long time after I had gone through all of what I went through. Um, I was laying on the couch and I had really just gone through in my mind how far I had come and to the point where this spilled out and when it spilled out, like, I don't even think I edited it or anything. It just was. And the first time I performed it, I said, I will always perform it. It, it is the first thing that I do new places I go. Mm -hmm. um, if you remember me by anything, you remember being by this poem or one other poem that I'll share. And it's just one of those things where no matter who's in the audience, um, whether they say or they look or they tap me on my shoulder when I'm walking by, it's, it's an acknowledgement that there is an other side. There is another side to this. Mm. And you don't have to, you're not alone. You don't have to go through this alone. Mm. There's people out there that can help you. And if you if you need it, it's out there. Hello. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely beautiful. Um, and you're going to share more as as well um, going yeah. forward. So um, I want to um, introduce uh, a new member to the panel. Uh, now you said Renee, right? You know Renee, uh, uh, Shannon. Yeah, she's in our writing group. Oh, can you uh, can you um, introduce her? Sure. Um, Renee has talent. Um, she's an artist. She's a poet. Um, I believe she's a either tennis or volleyball coach. Which one is it, Renee? She'll tell us. Yes, yeah, she's on mute. Yeah. <laughs> Tennis, tennis. I was like, I know she's a coach. She's a twin. She's a twin sister. Um, but she she is uh, not a not a shy person around a pen or a paintbrush. 
Um, and whatever she speaks or whatever she shares is definitely something that resonates. And she's currently doing a daily unveiling of Barack Obama on her Facebook page. Wow. Which is totally dope. So I would like to introduce to some, but share my lovely friend from WBAC with me, um, Renee Campbell. Hello, Renee. Hey, your volume is a little low on the low side of the game. Can you hear me okay? It's a little low, your your volume. Uh oh, yeah, it's kind of it's low. Yeah, it's pretty low. All right, well, you know, it's you know, live. Unfortunately, when we do live, it's, it, there's some uh, technical difficulties, but we're going to get it right. So, uh, Renee, um, uh, go into your, your settings and try to see if you can kick that bad boy up. So while we do that, um, while, while Renee's getting her uh, sound together, I want to do it. Chat room shout out real quick. Uh, I see Sammy in the Facebook chat. I saw Tiffany Hall was uh, in there as well. Uh, our... Um, uh different is in our get vocal chat as well as ebony empress uh i see d i see Enoje, i see uh, uh kiana robert's here maya natasha as well as luke and, is that get vocal? yeah that's get vocal yeah and, and uh i saw uh dolores was is in there uh bahati pari is also in the Facebook as well. I'm, uh, I hope I didn't say their, your name wrong. So, uh, I said it right. huh? You said it right. Oh, okay, cool, cool. All right. So, because people always say my name wrong. So, uh, but I feel like my name is easy to say. So, no excuses, y'all. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, all right. Let's see. Let's see. Renee, how do you sound now? Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh, we're gonna get it together, Renee. Renee got the, the nice smile as well. Uh, so I always get people always talking about I don't smile enough. They say I always look too serious. So I'm gonna try to uh I'm gonna try to smile a little bit more. So I was I see I try to leave the smile into Shannon, you know, she's the yeah. The expert smiler. So, you know, people want to see Shannon smile more than me. So, you know, I got to be the serious, you know, the serious one. You know what I'm saying? I'll let Shannon be the, the happy go lucky. She's in Florida. Everything's just wonderful. You know, I'll, let, I'll leave that up for Shannon, though. All right. So, Renee, let's see. Let's try Renee now. How do you sound, Renee? Can you hear me now? It still sounds like you're on like a a CB radio. Um, what uh, what mic are you using? Uh, okay. Um, are you on your you're on your cell phone, right? You're on your cell phone. Okay. Yeah. You need to go in your um your settings and then just turn the mic up. Uh huh. Yeah, and then you should be fine. Yeah, it's the little speaker on the bottom right. 
Well, while she's doing that, do you want to do another piece? Uh, I can. All right. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. And then Renee, you just hop in. Yeah, uh, what she's done, Renee, it's your turn. All right. I'm on the edge of my seat. Will the, will the volume go up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. The floor is yours, young lady. <laughs> so I'm going to do um, another signature piece. These are my signature piece. I'm going to get them out of the way. Um, <laughs> when I say peanut butter, you say jelly, peanut butter. Jelly. Peanut butter. Jelly. This right here is an erotic poem. An erotic poem done with a twist. I'm never make you, oh God, I'm gonna mess up. Ain't no mess up. I know. I know. I know. I know. This right here is an erotic poem. An erotic poem done with a twist. See, my mind ain't right. My mind ain't right. It's okay. Don't worry about it because I got other stuff in my brain. I told you I was on the edge. I wonder if she's going to get that sound together. Um, <laughs> so what I'll do is, I'll do that in a minute. I'll do this one because it's written. I wonder if I'll be the type of mom to birth my daughter alive. To suffocate her with unbirthed dreams that died the day she was born, I wonder... If I will trade in my dreams and goals for clean house and iron sheets that she be required to replicate, I wonder. If I will hold her hostage to my expectations, my realizations that dreams are sometimes just that, dreams, I wonder. If I will block out her black girl magic because I have emptied all I have in my bag, I wonder. If I will hold grudge, get jealous of her success, and remind her all she has is all I could have had if I didn't have her. I wonder if I will be so broken that I don't believe she can have better than me. Better yet, will I not want her to be better than me? Will I gaze at her beauty and wonder how it beget my bitter? How if poked at my pride, will that guy that comes for her hand catch hell from me? Because that guy never caught me. Will I wedge my past into her present and destroy her future? I wonder. I wonder, I wonder, on a day when I'm crying while washing the dishes, will water overflow to the floor with regrets? Will I vacuum up the leftover black girl magic that remained when she decided to leave? Will I be broken and bitter in a plastic covered house? No one can touch trying to be like the daughter I killed, not realizing she part of me. Particles of black magic curated from my spell. Will I forget I taught her the same strength that slips from my soul? Will I wish her anything other than the best, better than me can be? I wonder if I will be the type of mom to bury my daughter alive. I wonder if I will nightly haunt home with half-healed wounds. Call it night owl musings, meditating on the moments of only memory can edit rain tears of regrets I haven't come to terms with yet. 
stumble while trying to solidify my importance while making her feel less than. I wonder if I'll be the type of mother to bury my daughter alive, prim and proper her curls and bows, even when she shows me that's not her promise to shovel dirt on decisions she needs the strength enough to make in my safety, taking away the layer of protection and missing the skill set and learning how to choose mothers, <clears throat> black mothers, <clears throat> some be more agent than mother, more coach than mother, more stage mom than mother, more pimp than mother, more hobbit ring holder than mother, the precious, more broken in mirror reflection of having a girl kind of mother, more broken that you'll go through what I went through kind of mother, maybe I can be the I'll give you everything I never had because I'll ask you what you need kind of mother or I'll show up and not show out but show interest in you kind of mother, maybe I won't get it right but I'll never bury you in a grave I saw fit to lay in. I wonder if she'll be mad at me for saying everything I don't want to be. I just pray that she don't see this dirt under my nose give away that I was digging the grave. In peace. Awesome. Thank you. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Thank you. I I love how your your work is so personal. And you know, it's hard to to write personal because it exposes so much and you never know how it's going to be received or the person that's intended for is going to appreciate it or not. So I appreciate the fact that you that you have that you know that thing in you to do that. It's very beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I just watched Roxanne Roxanne again last night or the other night, and I was looking at Nia Long's character, Shantae's mother, and all of her unresolved trauma, and how she placed that on her oldest daughter for sure. And I was just like, wow. And so what you just did is what I think um, many women do when we've been through things and we don't know if just how, that's, how, that, how that is going to pan out when we become mothers. And I think for a lot of people, it may um, stop them from making that move. You know, I've had more conversations over the last week with people who, who are saying, you know, I, I'm sticking by my decision not to bring children into this fucked up world. I just refuse to be a part of that. And so I just got, I just pulled so much from that. So make sure that your information gets in that chat box and so that we can follow you and get your, and get your poetry, sis, because it is powerful. It is powerful. And, and your delivery just, whoo, chill. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because, yeah. you know, it's not just about the words. It's about the um, the performance aspect, too. And that was one thing I always appreciate about your work is that, um, you know, you can write great words, but, you know, it's also in the delivery as well. So I always love that about you. So, yeah, you're um, make sure you guys check this young lady out. She's amazing. Um, and uh, uh, Renee, I, I kicked you so you just so you can come back in. So uh, when you, because uh, you were having some issues, so just feel free to come back in. All right, here we go. I think we have her. Let's see. 
I feel so bad for the sister. All right, let's see, Renee. All right, let's see, Renee. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think you have me. You need to mute mute me on get vocal as well. That's that's where the echo is coming from. Did we get the sound? Yeah. So, yeah, not here though, but in in the other room. You want to mute that? So we're gonna get Renee popping. So we're gonna get her popping. So uh, we want to hear from you, young lady. Uh, and also in the chat room, uh, let us know how you enjoy everybody. I see people in the, it's a lot of people in the chat. So, uh, yeah, don't be shy. Chat people. Uh, he says, I made that same decision for a different reason at 20. Oh, Robert said that. And, uh, got some finger snaps from, uh, Natasha. And, uh, Janae as well. All right. Let's see. Do we have? Can you hear me now? Do we have? Poor Renee. Yeah. Poor Renee. Okay. Okay. Now, it's very low. That is so crazy. You know what? Let's do this, Renee. All right. I'm gonna mute you here. Okay. I'm gonna open up the seat and get vocal. Go into get vocal. Hit the grab the spot. Maybe the audio will sound better in there. Yeah, hit, uh, Renee, hit the grab the spot uh, Renee, uh, and get vocal. That's the other. Yeah, so maybe we'll hear better and get vocal. We'll, we'll find out. All right, so... Uh, uh, Inoje says, I'm getting so inspired by all of the great uh, wordsmithing. I'm ready to get in this open mic. All right, hey, come on in. Come on in and share. I'll put the link out once again. If anybody wants to, to jump in, please make sure you hit this link and you can come in and share as well. Uh, it doesn't have to be something written by you. It could be something that is personal to you. Um, obviously, we uh, we want people to share their work. Absolutely. All right. So, all right. Um, so, as we wait for Renee, I, I want to, um, since I have you brilliant sisters on here, I just kind of want to talk about your, you guys' process a little bit before we continue. Um, look, I've tried to write poetry. That's not my thing. <laughs> right? So, uh Every time I start to write something, it always feels corny to me, you know, like, uh, so like I've tried to write a love poem. Right. And let's just say, I think I would get dumped. <laughs> if I, if I could. <laughs> so uh, I, I just want to know, like, how do you, I don't know, maybe some of it is in my head or maybe it really does suck. I don't know. Um, just, you know, like, how do you, how do you know what you're writing like is hitting the mark? Like, is it, is it just a feeling? Is it just, you just keep working it until it hits the mark? Like, is there any way to just know that it's hitting the mark that you want? Or is, is just, yeah. If anyone can speak to that. Um, it, it just depends. I was having a rant after a racial 
racist incident happened the other day and I you know was finishing up my post and then this poem just came and I just tagged it at the end because it, it it felt right. Other times um when I get to the end and I'm wrapping up and I, I just feel something when I read that last line I'm like okay that's 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 where this needs to stop. Cause I talk a lot, so it, it you know I'm always still it's still going on in my head, but on the page it just kind of needs to end, right? At some point, right? <laughs> so when it fit, when it feels right it, I, for me, it's just it, it's an age. I want to make sure that I got my point across. I don't know if that helps or not. No, no, because you know, because uh, sometimes I think we can be when we're trying to do some creative. Some of us can just be really in our heads. And it'll kind of punk you out in a way of really, because I think you almost have to open yourself up bare in a way that may feel strange at first. You know what I mean? To just let yourself be so open to where you can just let your thoughts go on, on paper or, you know, or in this case, probably on your iPad or your, your phones or however you guys write, um, you know, or some of y'all might be old school and still use a pad and a pen. Uh, Shannon seems like a pad and pen probably still uh, person. She probably got the legal notepad or something like that. But um, I don't know. But, um, you know, so it, it it sometimes can be hard to just let yourself be free enough to just let it flow like that. And then it's like once you put so much, especially if you're working on personal stuff, then you feel naked, you know? Uh, and it's just like, dang, I'm gonna put on some clothes. You know, it's like you ate from the <laughs> life, you know? So, so you know, it, it's it's tough, man. Uh, it can be tough. Uh, let's see, Renee, can we hear you? R Renee, there might be a, um, a uh, delay. delay. Renee. I'm on Renee. She was so excited because she thought it was last night. And I said, no, no, it's tonight. And she's like, I'm coming. Come on, raise the vibration for her. I know. Yes, we yes. Get... Raise the vibration. Raise the vibration. Yeah, we got to get Renee. Okay, so uh, while we're, 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 we're going to get Renee as <laughs> one, one way or the other. But uh, I want to welcome to this program a returning champ. Uh, she was on recently. Uh, Enoje. Now, did I say it right? Did I say it right? It's Noj. 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 Well, I, can you hear me all right? I hear you just fine, young lady. Noj. So, can you uh, talk about um, who you are, and uh, what are you going to share with us? Okay, just putting some headphones on. Can you still hear me now? Yes. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. This is much better because I couldn't hear you very well yeah. before. Okay. So what I wanted to share, it's funny, Kinta, you were just talking about the, the love poem, you know, and, you know, you don't know what to say because you're worried that you might get dumped and <laughs> stuff like this. I just yeah. found this poem. I had written it. Cooper's I had written it years ago. Mm. Years and years ago. Um, and it was a poem. I wrote about 
brothers in the spoken word circuit that would do these love poems you know they would just be like oh all of the things they're gonna do to you and they're just like love and sex and all of these stuff and i thought these things were so hello so, you know so i wrote this poem I hear you by the way I'm in sorry. response to brothers and their poems about love all right can you still hear me i hear you just fine and just we hear right. Renee, so Renee, called, we hear you we, yes. we hear you very well so we're going to get to you in just a second. All right, go ahead. I'm fine. Okay. That's all right. So it's me now? Yes, it's all you. Okay. All right. So this poem is called simply The Love Poem. We've all heard one or two, maybe a few, supposedly true. Tales, fables, stories of velvet nights, bodies bathed in candlelight, carnal delights, Twisted blankets, twisted thighs, cries of pleasure. Moments too long to measure. Heaving chests and throbbing hearts. The physical union of two hearts. My words paint a lovely scene. So you'll see soon just what I mean. I have some things I'd like to say about the love poem, if I may. The love poem where a brother can be all that he can be. Mm, mm, mm. And instead of two minutes, he can go for three <laughs> hours with superhuman powers never to be seen before. In fact, he is so sure he can make me get down on all fours, beg for more, scream his name, and at the same time, forget mine. Now, I'll admit, there are some real good lovers in some of these poetic smooth tongued brothers, but then there are all the others promising to do things to me, to my body that I know to be a physical impossibility. Because in the love poem, a man is always the man. He can flip your body in any given direction and he always always maintains an erection. He can make my insides erupt, but never a verse where he couldn't get it up. Never a line where he couldn't make me hot or couldn't find my spot or couldn't make it last and came too fast. I mean, the love poem is never about the real deal. They can write about it, but deliver more than five minutes of foreplay? I doubt it. So brothers, stop talking and just be about it. Don't write about doing me doggy style. Write about how you'd run a mile to the drugstore to buy my maxi pads, because that, my brother, is sexy bad. You can make me all wet and sticky like glue, but will you cook breakfast and wash the dishes too? I don't care how far you can shoot your juice. Will you help raise the children that we produce? You can kiss my neck and massage me from behind, but will you challenge my opinions and elevate my mind, build a black school and teach a class as quickly as you slap my ass? You can bend my legs up over my head, but will you wash the sheets and will you make the bed, sacrifice your bread to make sure our youths are fed, fight for freedom until we're dead? Write about that instead. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I love it. That was great. Yes. I love it. That was great. Yes. Thank you. Oh, my God, that poem is old. <laughs> oh, man. It's, 
It's fresh. It's relevant. Yes. Relevant. Very fresh. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, um, and how can we get you in social media and all that good stuff? Thanks, too. I read that. I'm going to go watch the rest and get vocal. All right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, right. Okay, well, I'm not in the spoken word scene anymore unless you count spoken word comedy, which is what I do. So um, you can find me on, on Twitter at B-I-S-H funny, that's Bish funny, or online at bishfunny.com or on Instagram at funny bishness. It stands for, but is she funny? And that's the comedy project that I'm working on right now. Love thanks for, thanks for this, Kinte. I'm really enjoying this from start to finish. Thank you. And also you too, Shannon. Bye, everybody. Okay. All right. All right. So, huh? Renee. <laughs> yes. There she go. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Well, unfortunately, we can't, we won't. On uh, this, we won't be able to see her. Wait, let's see. Wait, maybe I can do some magic. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> hey. 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 All right. So, no, we can't see her. Hey. Hey. All right. We, we can low key see you. Okay. All right. So, uh, so, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I live in Maryland and I, I met Shannon. We actually, we, she had an extra ticket to the, um, the museum, the African American History Museum, and that's when I met her. So she said she had a ticket, and I said, "Oh, I, you know, I'll meet you there." And then, so you know, we became friends there. And Imani and I, you know, uh, we communicate on the in the writers group. And I saw the flyer for this. Is my first time actually doing the spoken word, I guess you could say. So all right, so yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. You are amazing. Such an amazing artist with all oh, thank you. your latest work that you've been cutting up just posting up. I've just been screwing <laughs> over all the all the just so those are bookmarks, yes? Oh uh, yes. Uh-huh. Beautiful. You've been doing big thank things. you, thank you. Big thing. She works with different mediums. Just bust a poem out while she's doing that. I mean, <laughs> so glad that you're here. I'll be glad to let you do your thing. Yes, no problem. <laughs> okay, no problem. All right, this is called Let Me Be Black. And I wrote it the morning after watching the video of George Floyd. So, um, but I think it speaks to what we all are experiencing right now. So here we go. Let us be black. Let me be black. We can't eat Skittles while black, or walk our dogs while black, or sell water while black, or cook out while black. And now we can't even breathe while black because society cuts off our air supply, because they fear a world where we belong. They hate a world where we matter. They loathe a world where we are just being black. We can't be black because being black means never knowing which shoulder to look over. Being black means never knowing whose cell phone is going to dial. I have an emergency. I'm scared. There's a black person here who is being black in my space and my space is everywhere. And because they are black, they are just not allowed to exist in my space and enjoy being black and smile because we're black and laugh at our black memories and want to see another day of being black without feeling like being black needs permission that will never be granted. Why can't you allow us to be black and not fear us being black? Is that too much to ask or do you want or do you get what it means to be black today? Has your privilege sunk in yet? 
have you stopped one moment and told yourself, maybe I'm the problem. Me being black can't be your issue. Me being black can't be your fear. Me being black can't be your story. Me being black is simply me being black. But you're making me work twice as hard to just be. I have to be human, although you never see me as such. I have to be black, which I never chose when I was born. I was given this color and I choose to love me in this color. So why can't you do the same? I'm black. So please just let me be black. Let me walk black. Let me run black. Let me shop black. Let me paint black. Let me write black. Let me speak black. Let me dance black. Let me laugh black. Let me be black. Let me breathe black. Let me be black. Hey, oh, what the heck? Oh, yes. <laughs> wow, Thank that you. was awesome. Thank Renee. you. Renee, 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 uh, social media, my writing, um, my pencil writes, M-Y-P-E-N-S-Y-L writes the word writes. And I'm on, um, I have a WordPress page, um, RDC Art. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, all that. So, yeah, I'm around. <laughs> I'm checking you out. Thank you okay. so much. And thanks for being thank so you. patient. Uh, oh, no, thank y'all. <laughs> technical difficulties. All right. Thank you so much, Wendell. Thank you. All right, that was awesome. Uh, that was dope. Love that. Worth it. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, Imani, I got to say something. Imani. Um, I'm going to tell you what a great friend Imani is. I went to Imani a couple years ago, and I said, I'm in a dilemma. I need a black nerd female. And you know what she told me? I have one for you. Shannon Ford Jefferson is your girl. Oh. And that's how I met Shannon was I needed a black nerd female, someone to represent sisters who are nerds. And she didn't even like, look, she didn't even like, uh, it wasn't like, let me think. It was, you know, it was like, oh, I got one for you, Shannon. <laughs> so uh, thank you for, uh, you know, introducing me to Shannon. Um, she, that's my sis. That's a, that's a poetry writing goddess, man. You just... So, you know, she's she's been a wonderful black nerd uh, in my life. <laughs> And I appreciate it. And it's all thanks to you, uh, Imani. <laughs> so, uh, Imani, um, I would love it if you would share with us something. Um, like Yogi, I have two pieces that I always um, start with because I like to, um, I'm kind of duty bound to pay homage to the ancestors. So I start with my root work haiku. And um, you know that's five seven five in terms of syllables and and structure and um, evolving higher. So those are my my two that I always begin with. So calling the ancestors here. Root work haiku. 
root worker said deep find truth by digging deeper validate or self and then evolving higher it's imperative that i stay ready pen to pad i plot the deliberate act of saving self intentional rational mystical beautiful i am and so are you and um it's a haikus as a survivor of many things including childhood sexual abuse um i'm i'm probably pin most frequently on survivorship in the areas of domestic violence and childhood sexual abuse um, and anything dealing with mental health because those are some areas that we got to pull it together on. Um, this generational trauma, the cyclical dysfunction that we continue to hand down has to be broken. So we need to and people are looking for healing. I've talked to more gentlemen, more brothers this week with everything that's going on who are looking for a place to put this rage, to put their um, unresolved childhood issues. And what I can tell you, whether it is male or female, that it goes back to the root. We have to dial it back. We can try dressing it up and flossing it up and eyelashing it up and weaving it up and buttoning it, bootying it up, all of that. Take all of it. No, you've got to get to the root or you will continue to just repeat, 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 repeat. And um, I did it so much, I just had to sit down. So maybe y'all know I'm in my 10th my year of celibacy because I used to be out there and I was covering and running and hiding and um, doing everything but looking in the mirror. And thank God that I listened when God finally said, sit down, daughter. Sit down. This is like your last chance. You don't roll all the dice. Um, this is this is like it. Go sit down and get it together. And so um, this is called We Be Handing Down Trauma Like Trinkets. Mm. And in my case, because my perpetrator um, was a family member, that means it's, it was incest, right? Mm. So... Take a little bit deeper just with this um, haiku that I'll start with. We share DNA, an undeniable fact. Sit, ponder upon that. Mm. We be handing that trauma like trinkets. We be handing down trauma like trinkets from Generational family dysfunction, we crown victims with shame. We be handing down trauma like trinkets. Dripping in family inequity, we silently carry beaded bracelets and baubles, each created from inappropriateness, touches, threats, verbal abuse, put downs and come ons, catalysts that lead to feelings of inadequacy, feeling unwanted unloved, unlovable, unworthy, and unbelievable. We be handing down trauma like trinkets. 
Each incident, a deeper cut into the spirits of those most in need of love and a dependable person in whom to trust. We harbor generational secrets, believing doing so will protect us. It hasn't. It won't. It can't. We be handing down trauma like trinkets. We have a chance, though, to recalibrate our mindset, place it in that consciousness, shift into our right mind, that of the queens and kings who we are. Ponder, remember condom things, because that's what makes black love work. Truth, loyalty, protection, self-love, and knowing one's work. We be handing down trauma like trinkets. So yo, don't give me yet another trinket of your traumatized self-hate. Instead, the truth about how we cut all this bullshit loose. Why won't we stop it? We ain't in masses quarters no more. I can't trust you, and all I know is that my lows be the lowest low. When we be handing down trauma like trinkets. I want to rise with the sun and African beads strung from the strongest of strands, loving me and knowing just who I am. But we be handing down trauma like trinkets. Are you handing down trauma, generational and cyclical pain, or are you part of the solution? Handing down trauma like trinkets. We be handing down trauma like trinkets. Mm. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. I love it. Wonderful. So beautiful. Beautiful. Wow. Thank you. Um, and so with that, um, I offer um, weekly soul nuggets on my soul on my Facebook page, Standing on United Love, the Soul Project. And then if people are interested, they can come back on Fridays for a 90-minute interactive virtual workshop. They used to be um, you know, on the ground before the lockdown, but it's <laughs> right now. And so you can get in where you fit in. I deal with um, dealing with triggers, with everything that's going on right now and has been going on, you know, dealing with triggers that um, can cause us to move into addiction, whether that's sex addiction, um, addiction with toxic relationships and toxic people, food addiction, um, or your or your other stuff. You know, I am a I'm in recovery for um, alcoholism. I'm drinking some ginger beer. It's hot as hell. I need to go put it back in the freezer because <laughs> I like to send it to tickle my throat. Right. I tickle my throat because I'm celibate. So I get it from the ginger, and it's just hot right now. But really, just um, moving through these 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 different stages and and developing coping skills. Um, I, you know, there, there, there is a lot of loneliness going on right now. Is because I'm, I'm, I am, you know, like alone, alone doing this thing for real, for real. Um, and it's, it's a trigger. I would love a great orgasm that I don't have to give myself, but you know, it, it, it ain't time. And I mean, I swear, the smell that you like, I, it's something. You know, they can, they can just. I'm just going to the store. I get hollered at 50 times and I'm, I, you know, I might have on, it don't even matter. It don't even matter. So it is important to be in touch with yourself. So instead of saying, hmm, maybe I come bring my ass right back in the house and I write a poem. It ain't time. It ain't the season. That's, 
That's right. Let me ask a kind of a let me ask kind of a personal question, but since you put it out there. <laughs> when um when a guy tries to holler at you, at some point you tell him about the 10-year celibacy, right? So yeah. what's the responses are like? Um, you know, you know, I guess maybe I've been out of the game for a long time, but they seem to think that black dick is just going to you just gonna be like, and I and again, you know, I'm 56. I get hollered at by people that are my kids' ages, but they don't think it's because they're interested in me. They they like, huh, maybe. I'm like, fool, I will fuck your credit up. You ain't trying to do it over here. <laughs> <laughs> you really not. I'm trying to rebuild mine. But, you know, I may give the appearance that, you know, maybe she, no, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm a struggling artist, but it's going to get better because I've been waiting on this moment all my life. I'm so glad we're speaking up. So we have, we have various conversations. Usually, and I speak to black people, even with my mask on, especially right now. And I'll say hello and instead of them did I'll say hello instead of just leaving it alone. The next question is then, are you married? Now you tell me if I say no, why they think that that gives them the okay to keep pushing, as if saying no means I'm available and or interested. All I get right. because I love you and agape love, my brother. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So. Uh, well, I, you know, I, I know that uh, you be out there in them streets and them dudes be trying to holler. So, uh, you know, uh, that 10 years, though, man, that's a and you need to write a book about that. 10 years of 10 years I, of, of no I sex. I sit my butt down, do exactly what I did. I, I you know, three marriages, two to me and one to a woman. I'm good. I'm good. Simulate my mind. Tell me how we gonna get these businesses off the ground. Um, and while you doing that, gonna cook something up. Cause I'm tired. I'm, I'm I'm exhausted as a black woman. What you got for me? And I would love massage, but that seems to be a problem for people. I don't have to pay for my massages when we can get back into the massage chair. Just having a conversation with people that that just all oh, the massage that takes them somewhere. I'm like therapeutic work. I got writers from here to down there. It's just all you know. But if I just can't get a, a massage without, you know, a dick, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> it's a whole new world out here. For, I, you know, so for those of you who are, you know, searching for love and 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 or you know, hoping it, let, you know, comes to you, I wish you all the best with that. I'm just gonna sit back and write on it. Um, and you know, maybe one day, ten years from now, we'll be, we'll be doing another podcast, and I'll say I'm ready to take a lover. I think I met them. Oh wow, yeah, that's gonna be a big <laughs> event. Maybe, you know. <laughs> they got to come so correct. Because after you sit on it for this long, you are not pressed. <laughs> I, hear, I hear you. I hear you. That's a whole word, ma'am. Now, Shannon. <laughs> we can't have this show go by and not hear your beautiful words coming from your beautiful voice. So, Shannon, what are you going to share with us tonight? It's been a wonderful evening, and I am so glad that everyone... Whatever. You have your book next to you. Read something from your book. I have a pool next to me. Come on. Come on. We want to hear your your wonderful voice. Um, I love your... Uh, your uh, What is that? A sweatshirt? Long sleeve. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's nice. God. Yeah. USC. So- USC. I mean, I'm- with the USC, USC colors. 
Huh? With the USC colors? I mean, you know, I support the God is Dope brand. I might as well be the little ambassador, but I'm not. So, but I own like everything they have out. So. All right. So what are you going to uh, share with us? Because, um, you know, a lot of people know you as just the co-host. They don't know that you're this terrific writer. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right, even though I have done poetry on the show before. That's so true. That's a half lie. That's true. Uh, and most of the people who have come out of the writing group know I'm a poet. Mm-hmm. So that's also isn't true. Um, mm-hmm. But some of your, your male fans who adore you, they want to oh, hear God. your poetry. I don't. Okay, so let's clarify before I even go any further. I don't have any <laughs> fans that I know of. Um, this is all. Self-talk that can't take you out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if he, hey, if this was live, there might be some draws thrown at you. So I'm just saying. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I am completely and wholeheartedly single. So if you out there, but you, you, can't, you, you can't, you can't, you can't uh, have a fling with your fans. You Jodeci back in the day. You can't do that. I lost my own kind of girl either. So backstage pass. You can't you no. can't mess with nobody with the backstage pass. <sighs> okay. So that what do you want me to do? One, two, two. Zero. Two. I was hoping you would have said zero. No, no, never that. Never that chance. Why is my keyboard acting like it's possessed by the devil? I can't wait to bring that dopeness. <laughs> SKJ original. Okay, so I'll do something for my very first book. Um, it's entitled the book is entitled Naked. I wrote it in 2008. All right. Um, the poem itself I probably wrote in like 2005 or six. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> part two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it that my sugar smacks could knock that smile off your face? My golden gram spent the night at your place. You accidentally slipped claiming you wanted a Pop-Tart because my whole thing Cheerios put a move on your heart. So you picked up my kicks, told me time for some tricks. Yet my Cocoa Pebbles couldn't help or add to the mix. Forget the sugar, I'll pass for a trip. My Fruit Loops want a hula hoop in a place where we start and never stop. Get a snap, crackle, pop, making my Rice Krispies get hot and my honey toasted old strop. My special okay was right on time. I should be the one with my berries on your mind. Gotta have my pops. I'll be your lucky charm. Hopefully your cesspool of Wheaties will do no harm in my Apple Jacks because my Fruity Pebbles, they was on their back. Your grape nuts were neglected because they weren't a part of the cornflakes fully erected. Get a taste of my cinnamon toast crunch when you munch at brunch. Yesterday's breakfast is today's lunch. I'll gladly show off my banana nut bread if you bring yourself to a full head with a glass of milk. But I guess you can't be silk. So I'm going to take my Oreos, go find me some King Cheerios while you watch my berry berry kicks walk away from you in shape. You are fluke and therefore fake. You are no longer at the breakfast of choice. I hope your little Miss Pop-Tart has a voice. I've realized you're a flake. And for that very reason, I've moved on to waffles and pancakes. 
I can't even eat cereal anymore. I'm lactose intolerant, but uh, it makes me want to go out and get a bowl, you know? So I love it. I love it, Shannon. All right, what's next? Okay, I'll do the last poem I think I wrote. Um, it's a little more somber. Um, so um, I wrote it last Friday, I believe, and I had just saw um, the video of George Floyd being murdered. Um, so it's um, promptly entitled Eight Minutes and 46 Seconds. Mm. When Ahmaud Aubrey was killed, we as women loved hard on black men. It was necessary. When George Floyd was killed, maybe we couldn't watch the video right away, but we as women continued to love hard on our black men because we know the history of love-hate relationships between America the brave and black men the beautiful. They love-hate them for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Ponder that. Moment of silence. Take a knee, plug your nostrils, and then try to breathe. We hear every story of men being murdered, beaten, broken, bloodied. We see the anger pull in their eyes, their value questioned, their hatred conflicted. Where do we find refuge from a world so dim, dead from its own atrocities, dull because of another life, lost at the hands of Lady Liberty, at the hands of those who swear to protect? at the hands of those who neglect to tell us in eight minutes and 46 seconds, you'll be lifeless. We gasp for air, hang in there, we frantically hear, with a burst of genuine fear like fish out of water. He's going to kill me. Who will come to my aid? Who will come to my rescue? Who will fight for me? Doesn't my cry for help mean anything? How long, oh God, will the knee of oppression weigh me down, hinder my development? Stump my growth, take my very life. Minutes have passed, breaths have become more labored. The pressure is mounting, legs are shaking. This must feel similar to birth. Mama, this relying on assistance, this trying on indifference, this compliance with stiffness, this bearing my brother's witness. Four minutes multiplied by two that now feel like hours, less of light, less of power. He managed to step on a flower. He doesn't even mention the thorns. What about the rose that grew from concrete? Another dead body left on here, this street, trampled by the racial injustices of two left feet? I can't think. I didn't believe. I can't move. I don't breathe after eight minutes and 46 seconds. Motionless, I lay under the stain of a broken system. I am a broken cistern. Lessons that can't be unlearned in a world where we burn. From trauma, from secondary trauma, from being strong for everyone else and from not practicing good self-care, from being overlooked, from being seen as quiet strength, from being treated as less than, from just the color of our skin. We acknowledge our allies, we declare our loves, we align our expectations, we give and 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 we get nothing in return. Maybe a few afterthoughts, maybe a few posts, maybe some pressure, maybe a few minutes of understanding, eight minutes and 46 seconds for the footage that continued to roll as if this isn't our plight too. 
as if the birth in Christ can't be heard, as if we aren't outraged, as if we aren't damaged goods. God protect us from the pain of posturing, bent over from doctor's orders, bruised from hands that vow to love and protect, broken down by a system so full of neglect, bagged like a body that will never have the effects of life again. The weight of sin, the apparent crime of just walking in this skin, beware of them then. They lie, they cheat, and they kill you, and yet they still seem to win. Who will take the knee from me? In the home of the brave, in the land of the free, the rest stop before we get to the reward of milk and honey. Do I have your permission to talk freely? I only need eight minutes and 46 seconds. Do you hear me? Check for signs of life. Is there a pulse dragging your feet, dragging me in the street? I changed the narrative so I wouldn't have to compete. Friends love us in languages we don't even understand. Do your insecurities need to be louder than your actions? Satisfaction of said relationship is not guaranteed. Refund, please. On a lifetime of holding you up, when a world wants to gun you down, where is the rest of the world when Chantel, Sandra, Corinne, Pamela, Atiatana, and Brianna's blood covered the ground? A pool filled with rich, deep, thick history, a love riddled in misery. Did we not line the streets? Did we burn down the stores? We are tired of having to. We are tired of crying to. We'd be not loving you. Just know we are tired of dying, boo. Just give us fair time and love us like it's a war crime. You're going to get life anyway. We're the sustainers of the very breath in your blood. What the heck? It only took them eight minutes and 46 seconds to ridicule a woman who felt hopeless to do anything but love you. We love you, Black man. We got it all on film. Beautiful. Beautiful. Shannon, thank you so much for sharing that. I, I mean, um, you know, I I think, I believe you read it to me um, a week ago or so, and it's just as powerful today as when I first heard it. And uh, just thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Shannon. You know, I, I, um, Ryan has joined us, and Ryan's going to share with us as well. And uh, I just want to say this has been such a great night. I, I'm I'm having a great time. I believe the audience is as well. If you guys are, put a one in the chat. Um, but um, thank you guys for sharing from the heart and uh, just wonderful stuff. Um, Mr. Ryan Perez. Uh, what up? All the way yeah. from uh, hey. Canada, um, the West Coast. So you're on, um, I believe, are we on the same time zone? Uh, you're, I think you're Pacific. Pacific, right? Are you are you Eastern? I'm Mount, uh, mountain standing. You're mountain. You're mountain. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, I want you to uh, to tell us a little bit briefly about yourself, and then what are you going to share with us? Okay, I am an entrepreneur, and I'm a dad of one uh, little king in the making. Mm. His name is Malcolm, for obvious reasons. Malcolm was is my hero. Um, I am owner of an ethnocultural uh, 
magazine or blog uh, or micro community uh, called Hustle Zone TV, and uh, it's still in its development phases. Um, you know, and we're all about just putting people in the center of the conversation that normally are not in the center. And I'm talking about black people and um, also la the la uh, Latino um, um, group as well. We we are you know making a co-op effort to you know just uh, tell a story in a different way. So if you guys want to check us out, it's at Hustle Zone TV. But that's that's pretty much um, who I am. And then I also own a uh, marketing company called Bowtie Creative. We design websites and branding and and whatnot. All right. All right. All right. So what are you going to share with us today? Oh, Lord. I am so nervous. I haven't done this in such a long time. I got a shout out to Shannon because when I heard Shannon's poems, I've been reading it in her in the, the writers group. I got to just shout out to Shannon because she's inspired me to, you know, to to contribute to the to, you know, and to bring out my poetry. My grandma even mentioned it to me the other day. She's like telling my son, she's like, your dad used to write poetry all the time. And I was thinking he was going to be a rapper. I don't think she remembers that I was a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it, though. Yeah. So this one is um, this 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 song is called "Love" or not "Love Me." I got two, but this one uh, and they're both short. Can I read them both at once? Sure, of course you can. Okay. So this one is um, called "Spotlight." And um, this is just um, a poem that um, I, there was a woman that was sent racial slurs um, into, in her e inbox by a friend of mine that I knew very well who, who has a, a, black, um, a black wife and was quite shocking, you know, that, um, you know, that he sent that. And in my community, we're not so established in, in Calgary um, in terms of black you know, we don't have the infrastructure to protect, you know, our people, especially our women. So I wanted to do one for our women. So here it goes. It's called Spotlight. <clears throat> I'm not trying to criticize, but with critical eyes, I know while you're in the spotlight, black men, when are we going to protect our women? They are leading our revolutions. No one cares what will happen to them, but and they put their care to the wind. But I'm asking you, my friend, when will you protect them? You're all about Black Lives Matter. And what I want you to see is that you'll eat the fruit of her vagina, but you don't want her seeds. You don't care about me. Um, you, don't care, you don't care about me if you don't see she. She is your mother. She gave birth to you. Birth to you. She cares about you because she sees herself in you. She sees your potential but you love Karen because she's not that confrontational. Yeah. I see you smiling ear to ear with your kids with the good hair, but your check ain't cleared until you protect our women, nigga. Sorry, I had to put that last spark on there. But. I mean, I'm glad you did. <laughs> you heard it from Ryan in Canada, protect our women. N-word. <laughs> I had to put that in there because it I, I just seen, you know, when people were posting the screenshots, none of my brothers did. And I actually called the brother today. Um, it took me a week to kind of process what he had sent her. He's he was he was very vile and violent. 
Um, and I got him to do a public apology on his Instagram, uh, reaching out. And, you know, it just felt good. It wasn't the best apology, but, you know, I told the sisters, I'm glad you guys are safe because he was making threats. And, um, you know, and I, I did, he, he knew a lot of the people that I knew. So I wasn't sure his affiliations. I wasn't sure what was going to happen to me. So I had to take a pause. But you know what? I've just applied all, all black women that have stood up in this revolution because it's black women that are leading it, you know, and, um, and, and I just, I've seen, like, I went to a rally and I'm just seeing all these women just going up and talking and none of them caring about their, their lives and what will happen to them in the future for them standing up for us. And I'm like, man, we, we us brothers, some of us are just weak that we are so afraid of not being able to reach out, you know, and to protect our sisters. So, you know, that, that poem is to just, you know, to wake everyone up and say, Hey, we need to form a coalition. My brothers, let's and, come together and protect our women. And let's just be honest. We, there's an African tradition of black women uh, on the, on the, the front lines, um, you know, during different conflicts and stuff like that. So it's really our African nature for black men and women to fight together. So, you know, it's in yeah. the DNA. Yeah. So, uh, so the next poem, can I read this one? Sure. Go ahead. Bro. All right. So the next poem I did post it in the poetry group, but I will say it here. Um, it's called love me. Um, and this poem is um, this poem is is loaded <laughs> because this is stuff that I've been wanting to say for a long time. Um, and then Shannon had said something, and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna write this. Um, <clears throat> love me, love me like your uh, sorry, love me like you love your dog, your cat. I may not purr and bark, but I do more than that. In fact, let me retract. How about you love me like you love those who aren't black? Mm. Be love struck. Love me like you love your Starbucks. So in love that you do a handstand. Love me like you do those Ray-Bans. Lip injections, booty implants, and spray tans. Love me like pray to a vulture. No, forget that. Love me like you do black culture. Love me like you do Fox News or anything you buy that's new because you're first in line, first in time. Love me like you do ancestral crime. Farmers markets and festivals love me like you love my dick and testicles mm. with my dick so long. Love me like you do black songs. Love me like you do woodwork and crochet. Love me like you do NWA. I mean, who gives a damn what the acronyms mean anyway? Like public enemy and favorite flay. You love the beat, but you're not hearing what they say. Love me. So and then that's that's the end of that. I'm going to add to this, but that's the the end of part one. Oh wow! Wow! Look at, did you say yeah, I, man, he was getting he, he was getting balls deep with that one. He brought back, yes, sir. Wow, man! Oh, that's dope, man. Yeah, I can't wait yeah. for part two, man. He's like, yeah. he said, "Love me like you love mayonnaise." I mean, I might <laughs> <laughs> just kind of old to how you should love me. That is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at first I was like, I, at first I was like, what's he talking about? I was like, oh shit, <laughs> that's dope. I like it, man. I like it. And I know exactly what 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 post prompted that. I know exactly. Yeah, 
that was an inspiration. So that that one is dedicated to you, Shannon. Oh, yeah. I I want to um take a moment really to honor these three ladies that are on this panel because you know Yolanda, Imani, as well as Shannon. And I don't know if you are you. I don't even know if you're in our group, uh, Yolanda. If if not, we'll make sure that you are. Um, you guys, in, not only do you guys do incredible work but you inspire people to do it. Like, look, it is tough sharing work publicly because once you put it out there, you're open to whatever comes back at you. And you know how the internet is. People are cold-blooded. I'll give you an example. Um, when COVID first started, um, you guys know who Giannis Antetokounmpo is. He's a great basketball player, plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. So he he wanted to share that he was just starting to play learn how to play the guitar. So he was playing some. Of course, it wasn't great. He wasn't Jimi Hendrix, but you can kind of tell what the tune was. And people just boo-booed all on him. <laughs> like, you suck. You need to give it up. Like, the dude just started. Just started. Yeah, just started. And people were telling him how much he sucked. And so, and that's how the internet can be. And one thing that I love about what Imani and Shannon does in that group specifically, and Yolanda does as well. In you know, because she she is someone who uh, inspires people to do their work. Is there's no making you feel bad because you're you're not um, on a certain level. You know, you really encourage people to share. There's no judgments. There's yeah. no there's you know there's people that will help you. You know, and you know, it's so important because I've I've had testimonials told to me of how people found their their inspiration and they felt like, you know, they can do this because specifically of Imani as well as Shannon. And, you know, so it's very important, I feel like, to point that out because, you know, I, as a creative person myself who I've had, believe it or not, I've been scared to share work of mine with people because you don't know how people are going to act, how people are going to treat you, you know, and, you know, and especially when it's raw, you know what I mean? Like when it's raw, you haven't really touched it up yet, but you kind of want to see what the village is going to say about your work. You know what I mean? And you guys have created the three of you ladies specifically have created a village where you give, you inspire people to tap into that creative part of them. And I know how they feel because I've had conversations, man. People love that group. People love that group. People get inspired by that group. People will talk about it in tears. You know what I mean? They love Imani because I'm the deleted. Oh, my God. If you, if you say anything <laughs> bad like about Imani, and believe me, I've never said anything bad about Imani. Never. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if anybody ever said anything bad about Imani, you get shot. Okay, like they they love you, Imani, as well as I love you dearly. Thank you. Thank and you, you mean the world to me. It is a group effort. We do know that you know people don't read Shannon, right? right? <laughs> um, let me take this moment to say because anybody that is coming in, we just want to make sure that you read the pen post. People just I think they schedule their their book whatever's and they just schedule it and they don't even check in and that is an issue because it clogs up the system so I just, I just want people to be respectful of that platform man you have 
created something wonderful, Kentai. And let me up behind you when you get done, sis, because I think you are absolutely right. He did create something special, but we fostered an intimacy that they have manipulated. And right. so when right. people don't read the pen post, they lose that part of we're getting to know you. Right. Just being stuffed with all these shared posts that you guys are putting out. Mm-hmm. And so we want to honor people's talent. We want to encourage right. people's gifts. We want to cultivate questions about, well, what types of poetry are there to write? And how do I work on my narrative or my character development? We are here for that. Right. So you don't read the post at the right. top. And I, you just throw it, throw it, throw it. Who you been though? Who is you? What's your mama name? We need to know who you are because we are we we started out as family in there. That part. We are almost eighty seven hundred strong. Ooh. That's a lot of black writers from around the world. And again, a shout out to Kente for you know Black Art Connected, which has over three hundred thousand members. That you have to step outside of. B-A-C, nothing to get your black art. I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you one reason why Imani means so much to me. Is, you know, we started the Black Artists Connected group, and it was widely successful. And there was somebody that was a part of that group that took advantage of me, right? No, you and, um, and we had to restart all of our subgroups. And to be honest with you, at this point, I don't know who's really for me or against me because, you know, you had people that went with this person because to be honest with you, I'm not a person that likes to slam people publicly like that. I'll more so deal with you face-to-face or privately. And, you know, this person, you know, said a bunch of stuff about me. I'm not going to get too much into that. And I'll have to say that the person that helped me because i wanted to stop I, it was it hurt me so much because you know i do this because i love my people and it, that's all i care about and imani was one of those people during that period of time that not only supported me a hundred percent and gave me the will you know because this is like an emotional thing for me you know and she gave me the will to continue with it and she supported me 100%. And really, she is very much the reason why I continue. Yeah. And, you know, it, it means a lot. It means a lot to me, you know, during that period of time. People just don't really know because I don't talk about it a lot. Shannon knows. Imani knows. There's a couple other people that know. But I didn't really share. That hurt, that hurt me deeply, what happened. And I don't want to go into much detail, but... You know, Imani, if it wasn't for Imani, you know, being kind, you know, it, it really meant a lot to me. So. Thank you. Well, you mean a lot to me and you starting holding space for artists mm-hmm. and then adding a writer's component. I was like, you know, this this is where I just need to be, period. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So people who may not know Imani who've heard me talk about her, um, you know, this is why she means so much to me, you know. So, all right, I got that out of the way. Um, 
So let me first start off with uh, Ryan. How can we get you in social media and all that good stuff? I'm about to. You can. You, you can find me. You got talk. me on here about to. You know. You're up. Right. Right. Yeah, right. So. Need you, brother, like this. But um, you know, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, at Hustle Zone and at Hustle Zone TV on Insta on Instagram and then on YouTube we're at we're, it's at Hustle Zone TV. All right. Yeah, and someone wants to speak to you about website development. What what are we to have for that? Oh yeah. Oh good good question. I love see I love Omani uh, Imani already. So I hear um the um the you can uh find me at Bowtie Creative. So B O W T I E K R E A T I V E. Did I say Imani right? Did, I I have dyslexia and I just mixed it up. And I no, you yeah. did. It was perfect. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Long, thank hey, you, thank as, you for for letting me shout that. Out. As long as uh, when you write me a check, you, you have my name right, uh, right. So no dis. We ain't gonna use the dyslexia to get away. Have your son write it. Okay. And hey Ryan, I wanted to ask you, what was the name of that first poem that you shared in first piece? Um, the first poem is called um, Spotlight. Spotlight. And I just wanted to tag on to that because my the last three days have been just filled with that. And I have gone, um, I'm in a group on Facebook, the official Black Las Vegas group. And I said, look, brothers, y'all, y'all gonna have to do something. It is just getting crazy out here. Uh, and I, you know, I was, I was sharing what had happened. Um, that a sister at one of these gas stations that's right by my house had had been verbally accosted by a white man. They, you know, opened back up so you can now gamble again in the gas stations and grocery stores. Oh, wow. hmm. uh, they, it was just the two of them in there. They have a sister working in there alone. And when she asked him to leave because he didn't have a face mask, he went off. And it got, you know, and so I'm just really, because it needs to be somebody out there patrolling. And I'm like, so I'm like, brothers, what, what, what we going to do? What can y'all, can y'all have a meeting and come through? And so what he called her was a nigga bitch. Mm. And so in my post, I don't know if y'all can see that, it's long as hell. It's long as hell. And, um, you know, you see that? Well, the top. And then at the bottom, I you know that that poem that just came out reads, "Nigga bitch brings reminders of plantation rapes and unwanted entry into a sacred portal not owned by its owner." Ain't that a bitch? But I was so freaking mad. I'm more mad than her because I told her I was going to bring her a pair of earrings the next day she worked just so she could, just to lift her up, right? And I said, are you good? Because, you know, I, I posted this in the, you know, I didn't name your name. I didn't name the gas station because you said you need your job, which is another freaking problem that you got to tolerate being mistreated and disrespected for a freaking job because she should not be there alone. We don't know if this fool coming back, you know? And so I was just, I was just, I was just so upset, and I had, I had to calm down. And then I went to the post office to drop jewelry off yesterday, and a white man in a white Cadillac crashed behind me honking. He just left the inner, the, the inner lane, got onto the curb side where I am, so he could pull up on me. 
and do like this and get in his car. What? My, my phone wouldn't freaking. I couldn't get the camera. I just wanted. To, I just wanted his license plate so I could post it all over the freaking internet. That's what I wanted. That didn't happen. So I make my way onto the post office. I'm going in. This white woman is coming out. My head got my head wrapped up. He says, I, "I I still like my hat better than yours." Well, who the fuck asked you? So now I'm accosted by two white people in less than ten minutes, and I'm just. I had to come home and have me some um some some lavender Jones to coach. It's fabulous. And I just got quiet the rest of the night because I, I just I could not let all of that come out negative just take over my spot. I'm doing a special retreat for my birthday all month. They had just thrown me all off. So wherever brothers are, sisters, those sisters, we 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 need y'all. To speak up, I do it all the time. I can be standing you know, right here. It's me and a, and a guy and 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 the cashier is accosting, you know, the, the female black customer, a sister, and I got to speak up for it. That just shouldn't. And I do it innately. I don't know if it's my mama gene, my grandmama gene, what whatever it is, but I just, you know, it's the, it, it, it's it's that instant solidarity. Right. And we just need it right now. We don't know what these folks planted. And I know what I am. I'm well. I can't get no CCW because I had a marijuana medical license. See how they got me? Mm. But you know what I can do? You come up in here. Ah. Come up. I had to carry something else on the outside. You know, I'm from Detroit. I know what to do. <laughs> yeah, Yolanda, how can we get you in social media? And and also, what should we expect from you coming up soon? God, wow. I've been a, um, last year. Go ahead. Right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just writing. I'm just writing. I'm doing workshops, artist retreats, virtual artist retreats, um, making space for people to relax, relate, release, and then come out ready, creative, and ready to fight. Um, also, um, on all social media as Yogi with two eyes, mm -hmm. Y O G I I. W, the number two, I, S. Mm. Anywhere you find me with Yogi with two eyes. And this is raising my daughter, you know, working at the house, you know, and uh, being painting, drawing, sewing, wire work, just, just letting the creativity come out wherever it may. Mm. <laughs> this is on cue. <laughs> Imani, how can we get you on social media and should we be on the lookout for anything from you? Um, Imani is love on IG, I M A N I I Z L O V E. Um, Facebook poetry underscore urban bush sister. Yeah, I, I'm still working on the stuff I said I was gonna have about last December. Hopefully, you know, um. And if my unemployment kicks in, I can do some things like pay my rent and get, get my website going and go on and, and knock these um, two projects, poetry book and um, a book of short stories. Ready to go. Shannon, the woman with uh, the legions of male fans. Look at that. She got that, that sheepish look on her face. Look at that. Uh, I don't see it. 
I don't believe it. Well, you know. But okay. But uh, Shannon, how can we get you on social media? And what should we be on the lookout for? And when are we going to get our hands on some new material from Shannon? Um, well, social media is all the same. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Shannon Ford, like the president, hyphen Jefferson, like the president. Um, old material is all on Amazon. I have five published books. Um, book number six, Dismantling Daddy Dysfunctions and All the Men I Loved After Him will come out May 21st of 2021. And the companion book, Marrying Mommy, The Woman I Love, The Woman I Hate, and The Woman in the Mirror, will come out August 14th, 2021. Um, I drop new material every week. So if you have a topic, if you catch me on Facebook, you'll get the poem written on Facebook. Um, and then I'm here on uh, Get Vocal and StreamYard and everywhere else with you. Kente on Monday night, and I do a Facebook Live every Sunday night. Yes, once again, thank you, Imani, for uh, handing Shannon over to me. Uh, It was really good. (laughs) Thank you. It was in a parking lot uh, (laughs) when we made this change. (laughs) So thank you. Thank you so much. I love the industry. That's what I do. I connect people. Y'all welcome. (laughs) Y'all welcome. He, he is the only one thanking you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> She's a great, great co-host. Uh, and uh, you can get me at Kente F on Twitter, Kente Ferguson on Instagram. And of course, the website is IndieRadio.org. Uh, That's IndyRadio.org. We've been having some issues with the website, some hacking. So, uh, you know, trying to get that fixed. Uh, it's a pain in the butt. Well, even with our security measures, people still will mess with your website. So um, pain in the butt, but uh, we're going to get that fixed, hopefully by at least by tomorrow. But uh, Indie Radio, uh, indyradio.org um, is the website. I love you guys. You guys have a great rest of your week and your weekend. And we'll be back Monday for an all new episode. Uh, do you know what the title of the episode is going to be, Shannon? Um, I think it's Black Men why we love you, but don't quote me off the top of my head. Of course, you would ask me while I was involved in something totally irrelevant. Um, mm. Hold on, it's the list. Um, Black men, we love you. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. All right. That's awesome. So, with that said, you guys have a great time. Thank you so much for everybody who listened and who participated, and we'll catch you. Peace. Yolanda, we want to get you signed up right now. Yes.